Hello, hello, and welcome to the Common Geeking Program. We are a book club style podcast where each episode we will discuss a different topic from our own geeky and nerdy perspectives. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, your forever host, your host now until the end of time, Jeff Levitt. Yeah, that's right. We've made some fucking changes, and now I run Whoa, the show. Whoa, who, who allowed you to be host forever? I, I should kicked be off host all forever. the other hosts, but allowed some of them to come back as representatives. And by some of them, I mean really all of them, but no more hosts. Con- no more Con- hosts. Colin was beheaded by Jeff. It was, uh, it was gruesome. Oh, yeah, we put it, it, we but... put his head into a vat, and now that vat exclusively runs the Common Briefing Program uh, podcast. Um, Gross. Anyway, so yeah, I'm your host, Jeff Levitt, and this week we're going to be talking about the Steven Universe movie, uh, so that'll be a good time. And don't worry, we'll give a little explanation of, uh, you know, the rest of the series in, in, a, in a brief fashion, just so if you are not in the know, you can still have some entertainment here. Um, but this time around, I'm going to be joined by two fellow nerds who can introduce their goddamn selves. So uh, yeah, go for it. Hi, I'm I'm Daimul Jodery, or Chowder, whichever you prefer. Uh, I exist. He exists. Can confirm. Well, I mean, you don't, but... Uh, There's only two of you, so... You, yeah, well, you, I know, no, I know, I'm, I'm next. <laughs> I was just, you know, really, like, how to kind of get to the point that he actually doesn't exist. Hi, I'm Hugh Carter, Sophilus, uh Believer, and the only real person here. <laughs> right, I see, I see. Keenan is, in fact, a brain in a vat as well. No, no, I'm not a brain in a vat. I'm just someplace. None of you exist. You're all hallucinations, okay? I see. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, as, as I previously mentioned, we've made a few changes here in the program. I'll, I'll run through them a little bit quick because, uh, you know, really this is meant to be a new jumping on point for new fans, so I don't want to dwell in the past too much but uh the main thing is we've 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 gotten rid of of domains formally we're still going to be comparing this topic to other things but yeah do it in a bit more natural fashion instead of breaking from the action to kind of talk about different things because that's just a lot of content for for one episode and we like to have better discussions about particular things instead uh we're not we're not doing gold stars anymore so the we're all friends happy pals now instead of it being a cutthroat competition. And uh, we've kind of merged the discussion in the intro, or the discussion and the summary section to just kind of make it more, more smooth jazz rather than chopped up music that is in particular sections. That's, that's <laughs> where that analogy went. <laughs> you are a musical master your yes i know so much about music um but you know i don't, I don't want to bore you with the minutia let's just fucking get goddamn into it yeah the swears swears are still here and they're not going fucking anywhere until you know will hayes comes through Uh, so we're going to start by summarizing and discussing the topic, and then we're still going to end with a rating section, just like look, just like old times, but this time we're just going to talk about whether or not we like the thing, not rating each other, because we're all friends here. Ooh, negative five points. Uh, first, real quick, uh, let's just, let's just kind of round out uh, a summary of Steven Universe. For those of you who don't know, it's a TV show that premiered on Cartoon Network uh, a couple years ago, I think 2013. 
Uh, it's basically about Steven Universe, who is a small child who lives with the Crystal Gems, who are these magical and later revealed to be alien people named Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl. They all have uh, gem themes, and he lives in the city of Beach City, which is a fictional city. Uh, it's just all about his as adventures as trying know. to protect the world from other gems who are evil and from gem monsters who are around. Uh, a lot of the themes focus on like family, love, uh, how to be in healthy relationships, uh, space stuff, which is a theme. Yeah, uh, yeah. And music. The, there's a lot. To, there's lots of like musicals and stuff in it. Yeah, it's yeah. a very musical show. It started off kind of just a happy-go-lucky Cartoon Network show, and then pretty pretty quickly evolved into yeah, make sure. uh, a a well-loved series by older fans because of its sort of deep stereotype or uh, stereotyping storytelling no. was the the word <laughs> i was trying to purge out of my mouth right there but yeah it has really good world building uh narrative uh it also uh examines a lot of like healthy lgbt uh, 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 gay stuff you know, the, the gay, there's some gay sprinkles in there, and it's pretty good. Um, in like a good way. But that's it, not it is like, very you know. LGBT positive. Uh, right. I would not describe it as gay stuff. <laughs> well, that's queer positive. How about that? <laughs> you know, it's vague, but hey, you kind of get what you're doing. It was made by Rebecca Schroeder, for those of you who don't know, who also worked on Adventure Time. Uh, yeah. And the, that's like when Adventure Time got pretty good, is when she started writing the songs for it, I think. Yeah, and then uh, Steven himself is half gem because his mother was uh, Rose Quartz, and then who, you know, kind of gave up her physical form to be him because she fell in love with Greg Universe, a regular musician who's <laughs> great, who's dad of the year, really. And so throughout the series, he's, you know, fighting, you know, gem monsters, and it gradually moves to like the homeworld gems, which are like these kind of conquering uh, race of gems. The doll, the Diamond Authority. Yeah, the Diamond Authority, led by three diamonds, which were white, which are sorry, white diamond, yellow diamond, blue diamond. Uh, yeah. That is later revealed. Spoilers, of course, as always, that his mother Rose Quartz yeah. was actually Pink Diamond, the fourth uh, leader of the. Diamond I feel authority. like if we're gonna have spoilers, we should do it more than a few seconds before. More than two seconds before. <laughs> All right. Well, we always add. A, I thought we add a spoiler before. Don't don't we always add that? Like, hey, there's like a there's like a sound cue for it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, this movie is set after he's kind of like dealt with a lot of the homeworld stuff and like how peace, quote unquote, has been established throughout the universe. Right. New, so the whole uh, yeah. the whole sort of running force for the show is that Steven's real true power is his ability to kind of. Uh, make love, not war. Not literally, because he's a child. But you know, <laughs> he's he, the inheritor of Takanojutsu from Naruto. Yeah, he like, so we don't need to fight. All of his sort of things. enemies, he kind of sees things from their perspective, and then gets on their side, and then allows, and then turns them over to the right side. And even with their crazy, his ability to, his ability to empathize is greatest feat, I think. So right. it's not the magical shield that has spikes in it. Nope. Which I would argue is his greatest feat, but that's just. Me. <laughs> So the, the series takes place uh, around the span of either a year and a half or two years. We start off the series, he's 13. He, he definitely he, has one birthday. He has at least, well, he's got, oh no, yeah, he's just got one birthday. Um, well, that's at least. So he's 14 at the end of the series, and then the movie t does a time skip of two years, and he's now 16. Uh, he's made peace with the diamonds and gotten them to abandon their colonizing ways and be just like better people overall. 
And also, he grew a neck. Yeah, he grew a neck. He was, was a bit a of a chub now. boy and didn't have a neck for a while, but now he's got a neck. And the, the Stephen Kruniverse, as they're called, made a big deal of like, look, Stephen has a neck now. And it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, now we, uh... I get the feeling like that was just a big in-joke amongst the crew. Yes. They were making that. Or did we go off model again? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like when they changed up their, uh, their designs. Anyway, so yeah, it's uh, set two years and basically uh, a new gem has come around. Her name is Spinel. Spinel. Uh, she's like this little, uh, little bowling ball rubber hose type. Yeah, like, and we'll talk uh, about this later. But yeah. her whole character sort of identity and design, like uh, the animators had a really fun time with her, is like she's designed basically off of like old like black and white style. Uh, I don't know what the proper term is for it, but like cartoons from Chowder, you know, better idea of the exact time period than like I do. Early Disney era. Uh, yeah. It's often referred to as the golden age of animation. Uh, it's a lot of like rubber hose anim- animation that you'd see in like old Mickey Mouse shorts. Uh, right. Like think, uh, you know, like Betty Boop, Popeye are kind of like around this era, that style, the old yeah. sort of Mickey Mouse cartoons. <laughs> That kind of style. Yeah, it was yeah. the first standardized but, style of animation. Yeah, lots uh, animation. of uh, we can, we can... Fleischer animations, which is what Betty Boop and Popeye were made. Exactly. So, yeah, she comes, yeah, she's trying to, like, mess it up, and, like, that's the whole point of the movie is him, like, dealing with this, uh, not necessarily fighting her, because quickly she she wins, right. resets everybody, and just him kind of figure out what to go from now because he's so happy so part, now and now he's right not. part of the things with the gems is whenever they quote unquote die sort of like the doctor from doctor who they sort of regenerate i mean they they're the same personality but they like you know can change their appearance when they regenerate and uh basically spinel comes in with this crazy scythe weapon that shoves them back to their first to their first yeah, yeah, sort of form and they've yeah. lost all of their memories so she pretty makes she makes short work of garnet amethyst and pearl um and then also slashes steven but because he's half human that doesn't really work on him but it messes with the gem powers right and then steven overpowers her and beats her so the same thing happens to her and when she regenerates she's this like cutesy fucking looney tune who's like just wants to be his best friend because that all the gems have their original purposes, right? Like Pearl is supposed to be uh, like a servile, a servile gem. Amethyst is a warrior. Uh, Garnet is actually not is actually a fusion because uh, the gems can fuse and create like different personalities, which yeah, is what's got a metaphor like for like a relationship. Becomes uh, Ruby and Sapphire. Ruby's like a bodyguard. Sapphire is like a seer. Yeah, yeah like she's a, like a, a, a prophesizer. She sees the yeah. future. Yeah, she's very somber. What I said, seer, S E E R, seer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's she, what I said, so but Sapphire that's on a colloquial term. Sapphire works at Sears, uh, and that's her main goal is just to yes. sell, you know, furniture to sell, and goods to sell to the public. To people. Uh, a Sapphire exactly. has a purpose. She can tell you what it's for. Okay, <laughs> which is a quote from a song. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like just uh, that kind of goes into like the whole thing that they he was fighting against. In uh, the home world is very like it's a hard caste system. Everyone has a purpose, and if you don't fit that purpose, you're off color, as they're referred to, which are like you know lesser. And so, like all our all our gems, the crystal gems, fought against that idea that you can just kind of be what you want and who you are on the inside. Right. Like even though uh, Pearl was written as like the, is was are usually like these servants, 
and these maids who are like just kind of like follow you around and just an uh, all-purpose expedition uh, exposition machine. She actually wants to be she wanted to be a knight, a warrior, and she was very good at it. It's all uh, very it's all very subtle symbolism. Yeah, Amethyst uh, was subtle, is originally designed like a truck. Honestly, yeah, Amethyst is supposed to be a warrior, but it turns out that like she was overcooked. And like came out like wrong, so therefore she's not useful to she's like run. Gem yeah. World, uh, and that kind of like happens with you know a lot of and like Garnet is an example of how the oh two shit, gems a boy. Of two different types. Wait a minute, uh, stop the feed. What? 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 Keenan, oh, there's shit. a boy. Oh, he's gone wait, wait, now. Wait, no. Oh no! No. All right. So full disclosure, what? we're gonna we're gonna cut into the action a little bit because Chowder and I on we're recording this on October fourth. Uh, 2019. I mean, I'm sure you know the year, but uh, (laughs) this is totally irrelevant to the topic of the episode. I meant to mention it earlier, but I forgot. But uh, there's currently, for the new Pokemon game, a a running live feed that is just like an ambient environment that's going for over 24 hours. And, uh, And like, apparently stuff is supposed to show up just occasionally. And and one just showed up. That's the first thing that I've seen in like two hours. Cool. <laughs> and, and we I both guess. have that feed running. <laughs> so. Yes, if anyone. Uh... The the small <laughs> moment where I have it have it minimized. Motherfucker. I guess if I cared, yeah, that would be much interesting. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, last I checked. Oh yeah, no, I'm looking at I'm looking at the paperwork, and no, I don't care. Uh, lots of shit for you. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Garnet is actually like a uh, an, uh, a, like a frowned upon fusion of two different kinds of gems. Right. So fusion in the show is used as kind of a uh, a, a metaphor for just like relationships and sometimes sex, but like it's not a hard I mean, comparison. I, 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 I would argue yeah. the sex thing is just a different reading of it, not necessarily yeah. like. Yeah. I think it, it's just relationships it's, in general. It's like you definitely can... just supposed to be relationships in general, not yeah, yeah, not sex. Necessarily. But I, well, I guess what I'm saying is there's an intimacy about it. Yeah, right. Which, in some context, in the use of the show, is like you know used as like it's you know it's compared to like a sexual thing. Not it's a kids show, so they don't do it overtly. But like there's episodes where like you know people fuse but there was some ulterior motive so someone feels used by it like it's not it's not an unfair comparison i don't think it just it just i think it spans a broader yeah a broader relationship a more focused version that they don't really do i think they're just more about like relationships in general but intimacy is part of any relationship and I think we and, and boundaries are part kind of, of any relationship, on. not even just romantic. But yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 very much used as it also like it's also used to portray both negative and positive relationship. Like for example, there's an example, right? Like the tool of fusion is used to kind of cover a variety of just like both healthy and unhealthy situations that the show can kind of talk about in the format of a kids show without like just straight out going and saying it, which is. It's yeah, kind which of is nice. Nice. The show yeah, does and, a lot of that. Yeah, but. and to circle back to the movie. Yeah. Um, we eventually, like I said, Spinel shows up. She resets all of them, so it's all about Steven like going through each of them, trying to get them to reset, and also find out why Spinel uh, is doing this. In is the first doing place. why she yeah. did this because she. Oh, you know, she, she also. Did. I mean, the other big thing is that she she planted this huge like poison injector that's going to kill or the all the organic life forms on the planet. 
Or, so there's a time. There's a time thing. Yeah, there's a, there's a time element to it. Yeah. He needs to sort of reset Spinel so that he can talk to her and figure out, yo, how how do we reverse this? And why yeah. did you do this so we can like come to a peaceful accord? Right. Yeah, and so like he goes through the movie like one by one, getting each of the crystal gems uh, back to how they were. With um, some lovely musical numbers. Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, beautiful, first, obviously. First Other Amethyst, Friends is great. And then it's uh, with uh, Pearl, and Pearl has this wonderful little rock number <laughs> that <laughs> in which yeah. like, Steven fuses with his dad. Right, so Steven can uh, also fuse with Mr. humans because he's half human, and he he fuses with his father Greg to make this like unbelievably horrific hot. but amazing like sexual monster, <laughs> and he's like so studly. Abs for fucking days. Yeah, that was that was a weird scene, but it was also pretty incredible. Pretty yeah. Um, um. But the song. I, lo- I love the song, by the way. Yeah, I actually like, I like pretty together. much all the songs from from the I, movie. I like all the. Uh, I love all the I mean, songs. there were some like lyrical uh, issues I had with some together, of them, and then some of them I was like, "Well, that's a good song, but it's just not my two of my, my favorites." Like, I'm going to listen to a lot. That's fair. Um, as well as like found, I personally really you know like I liked, but I also didn't like you know drift away that much because I won't listen to it a bunch. That's fair. I liked drift away. Which one was found? Uh, that's the one where he's all about like you know singing about how he'll never abandon. Uh, Spinelli, even though his mother is a terrible person. Um, <laughs> this is running narrative that I personally have trouble with fans. Uh, we well, went let's, from, maybe we should bring up what how it relates to the movie first. Yeah, so like, it relates to the movie because... Uh, yeah, so it turns out Spinelli, and the reason why she's doing this is that she, back when Stephen's mother, Rose Quartz, who led the rebellion, uh, as I mentioned earlier, actually turns out to have been one of the Diamond Authority who kind of like faked her own death to come lead right. this rebellion. It turns out that before she faked her own death, back when she was still Pink Diamond, she had a playmate because she was kind of viewed as... The child, yeah. And was given a playmate to like amuse herself with, and that was Spinel, and that's why she's so wacky, because she's perfectly built for children to you know entertain them, playing hide-and-go-seek and all sorts of games, you know. And then when it came time for Pink Diamond to actually run a colony, which would turn out to be the Earth colony, which would then turn out to be, like, the one that she, you know, faked her own death for. She apparently was just like, hey, let's play, you know, hide-and-seek. You stay here. I'll go hide. I'll let you know when to seek. Yeah. And never... And then Spinel stood there for... 6,000 years. Thousands of years. Yeah, 6,000 6, years. years. Yeah, and, and then she saw yeah. the transmission. Oh. I, I nearly cried when... During Spinell's song there, and like just learning about her backstory, Spinell I, is my mm, child. I will protect her with my life. Okay, I disagree with it a yeah, lot. Yeah, so we'll talk but. about this. But like the the thing that kind of jolts her out of this is at the beginning of the movie. movie Steven sends out a message to all the gems. He's now age sixteen. He's like, "Hey, homeworld is chill now. I was Pink Diamond, but not anymore. Now I'm Steven." And I'm going to go live on Earth. And that message... With my friends. Right, with my friends. And that message is gets sent to Spinel because it gets sent to everyone. And then she's just like, yo, I've been playing hide-and-seek with this bitch for 6,000 years and she don't even goddamn exist no more? What the fuck, bro? So this um, is all revenge and anger and, like, that's what it's revealed to be. But Steven gets then, through to her. It's, it's okay. We can decide which one of these things we want to walk into first, but my probably main thing with the with the movie 
my main problem with the movie, although it's it very good, just like the one problem that I have, apart from what Keenan's about to talk about, is um, the sort of time frame here. I just think it would have made a tremendous amount more sense if they had said, oh, Steven sent out this message at the end of the you know last season when he was still 14 and then two years have passed, because this bitch who was just like a playful, like a playful kid, like play toy gem in the span of like uh, two hours managed to get like two super powerful gem weapons become like much stronger and more battle capable than all of the crystal gems combined and like uh, well, wait. made her way to earth and like set off the whole thing for no, the well, show. Well, she didn't become more battle capable like we see later on like the moment like the crystal gems are back they just uh completely kick her ass it, well, like when spinel thing, first appears she just uh she got the upper hand simply because she sucker punched them when they weren't ready and when they were rusty mm, well here's the thing that uh me and jeff uh actually talked like for a minute before uh you came on um here's the thing here's the thing they say they're rusty which okay i know that's the throwaway line that we're supposed to go oh well that's why uh but here's the thing it's only been two years uh since they've been establishing peace uh, they were they were very battle ready before they fought a, a whole war about this, and yet somehow in those two years, which as we know is a pin drop, uh, a little 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 drop in a in a large. Well, pod. not just the well, no, no, well, no, again, no, not just you, the, you know, the rusty, but they got you, sucker punched. Like they didn't well, see it coming. They weren't, well, here's the thing: they weren't getting sucker punched initially. She showed up. They started She's, fighting. She they were getting their asses kicked. And then she was like, oh, by the way, Shwinka, this glowing scythe that, like, poofs you. Well, okay, so here, let's, I think that we can, there's some subjectivity to whether or not, A, the gems could be rusty, and B, Spinel could have had, like, that sort of fighting power in that amount of time. But she did, like, acquire two very dangerous weapons that, like, hadn't been seen in eons in a couple hours, it just like it's a Let's whole thing that would have been solved just if that message had been sent when he was fourteen rather than sixteen because like two years would have been a longer amount. I don't know. It was just such a quick turnaround for me that it seemed like she literally was standing there until a couple hours before she showed up on Earth with this giant weapon in a new form with like with this scythe and the fucking inject. I don't know. It just seems uh, like yeah. No, I get you. Uh, I mean, it kind of would have just broke broken the flow of the movie if they just stood still to just talk about. Oh, this is how she did this and that. Well, we didn't. We didn't I mean, need to know how. What, what Jeff is saying is that it just it felt like a very quick pacing, which is like yeah, I would I mean, argue it, is fine for the purpose of you know. Sure, like, I'm just saying disbelief, but it is something just, that like if we're nitpicking, yeah. I would be like, oh, by the way. It just seems a problem that was kind of avoidable if they, you know, because I'm not saying like, oh, keep the movie exactly how it is, but add it in a scene explaining how Spinel got all that shit in a few hours. I just think they should have made it so there was a longer time period between when she found out and when, you know, like. I mean, it probably it probably is. Look, like they disbanded a colonizer. They disbanded a colonizer. There's probably a few weapons lying around. I mean, America just leaves their nukes lying. You gotta remember, there's, just, I think, six seems a little, weapons just missing. It seems a little Deus Ex Machina, because, like... Well, it's in the initial action, so I don't care. Does that make sense? All I mean, this, that's not if what Deus all of this Machina shit is, existed but... for the entire series, why didn't the Diamonds use a poison injector? 
why didn't the diamonds use this thing to set gems back to their initial thing, right? Like, they put in a throw-in line, like, oh, yeah, the diamonds had these when they wanted to set people back before, but it's like, but that's never happened before. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> they, well, they had something similar that they... No, they had stuff that lets you poof like Of uh, uh, fans, I know we've been talking around this team, poof yeah, a lot. Like that tuning fork thing, but... But yeah, so that that's my nitpick. We can we can move on from that. But okay, the real issue I have with this movie, honestly, is I love. I really did like this movie. I thought the songs were pretty good. I didn't super agree with Spinell's backstory though, and that's just because of an overarching issue I have with Steven Universe in general. As of like I don't know, season two, I'm not sure when exactly the the seasons were released really funny, so it's hard to tell in my opinion when season two starts and ends. Yeah. Like when the season started. Anyway, uh, we went from... There's a very interesting like narrative in the character of uh, Rose Course, his mom. It starts off as she was this Wonder Woman who fought against Homeworld to free people. And then it quickly... As soon as it's revealed that, oh, by the way, Rose Course was Pink Diamond, and she faked her death to do this... Well, I mean, at we first quickly... there was a whole thing. At first, there was a whole thing where we thought that they were two different people, and Rose Quartz was the one to shatter. Pink yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she, it was later revealed that she faked her death, assumed the identity yeah. of Rose Quartz. Uh, but then it quickly became this whole thing about, hey, actually, Rose Quartz was a criminal and manipulative and like not a good person. And yeah. I mean, everything we do comes back to that. Yeah. Which is like, oh, because like throughout the movie, a lot of the lines in the songs, like Happily Ever After, uh, and actually there's a few so- lines about how like, you know, oh, I thought it was, you know, Rose Quartz that helped me, but it was actually me. And I was like, well, that's not really, that's on you, Pearl. Uh, there's a bunch of lines about how uh, he'll never stop paying for his mother's crimes, which I argue weren't well, crimes. He, he does. I mean, he does have to deal with a lot of bullshit no, there's, there's, uh, that's I'm, kind of passed down from his mother. It's like, not unreasonable for him to resent that. Nope, I'm sorry. They're not. She did nothing wrong. And so, they're not, it's not her fault that a bunch of colonizers were being colonizers. She asked them to stop. They didn't. So then she gave up her wealth, status, and privilege to then fight a guerrilla warfare against them. And Three after the people, war was over, she spent, six, like, Damn near six thousand years, uh, tell not letting her friends know who she really was. Uh, and also, we... she never bothered to bring up fucking Spinel. How dare she abandon Spinel? Okay, but uh, see, so again... hold on. Let me let me just step in here and pause, right? Because this is kind of the problem, right? Is that through the writing of the show, there is kind of a a more drastic. The problem that Kina has is that, like, with every new installation of steven universe there's a more drastic insertion that like hey rose was a bad person so they add more actions on her that were just like horrible things to do whereas like i understand the initial thing where they're like hey turns out rose is more of a complex person than we thought her to be we thought she was this all-knowing all-loving angel and it turns out that she had flaws like everyone else and i'm chill with that But but it's like like the whole thing right like, I'm chill with, like, her whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, she made some choices that weren't the best. Like, you know, choosing to uh, keep her identity a secret. I'm still okay and on board for that. But the whole thing with Spinel is just, like, that, 
like we're just adding more and more actions on her that's just like oh yeah, yeah rose was uh, just a monster not a like not no, see, a yeah, yeah. like uh, a, like a to... flawed person that can be sympathized with but like she did awful things and they don't talk a lot about the series it's like yeah, yeah rose uh, also I... did a lot of good things and yeah, it was like um... a complex situation all right yeah no what i was saying we went from like this white knight who would gradually become this more complex uh occasionally gray character and then we would like talk to her about like oh well actually she was a lot more complicated than we thought but right. instead like, we st- we feels like we moved into a completely now it's black and white it's like we don't even talk about all the good that she did and i would argue everything that she did they were hard decisions to make like you say well why didn't she tell anyone well anytime anyone brings up the diamonds it's like they spit at the name and they get really angry yeah but i never These blamed people them like were like word chill and all the other decisions that we've ever i would argue all had like pros and cons like i'd say her main character flaw is that she kept secrets from people to sort of like keep them safe but they're in some of these situations that really shouldn't have been her call to make and that that's the kind of the thing is like oh yeah that's her flaw and we can keep coming back to that but then like the thing with spinel is just like oh yeah she found spinel kind of annoying so she yeah, just left she, her to rot on this planet for yeah, like, like that, six thousand years. Like that, she did that before any of the character development. That's true. That happened to yeah. her. Like this was her as spoiled, pampered Pink Diamond, and not as the experienced. Well, here's the better thing. Rose Quartz to Pink Diamond getting angry at something, and that would like be like, why can't I rule over someone and like smash his stuff? And like that was our first thing. We're like, oh wow, right. she was like, she's a petulant evil. child. Babe. But then, literally, the next yeah. time we see her is her standing with Pearl, surveying Earth for the first time and being super nervous and like very, you know, I would argue like very human. Be like, well, I don't know if I can do this kind of a thing. So we instantly like shifted gears on that. No, no, it just sounds like different aspects of the same character, like. Uh, she was mad that she was being uh, treated as in fear, and now that she's actually in a position, uh, she's like getting nervous that she's gonna fuck it up. It's it's so like when did Pink Diamond have all the time to do bad stuff? Like we don't have a complex image of her anymore. No, no. we just have but this negative. Image like there was that episode where like he has like one of those Stephen Vision flashback things where he like you know sees like well where he like experiences like the kind of abuse Rose Quartz went through under the diamonds, and he's like, I get it. I She wasn't perfect, but, like, I kind of get why she is the way she is. And so why I do think, we still talk about her the same way? Well, because, well, again! Just, to, just I, I don't know if we're making a lot of headway on this. We're so not. Just to shift gears a little bit, I would say my... my I'd say my bigger issue with it, right, in the case of the movie, is that... It feels like it, like, you know, just saying like, oh, Rose Quartz did something either totally bad or morally questionable in the past. We don't need to talk about that. But uh, like the the series takes something like the series uses it sort of as a crutch as saying like, oh, Rose Quartz did this thing in the past. Now it's affecting Steven now. Or it's like it feels like at the end of season four, we did kind of get past that. I feel I feel like I agree with Chowder in this sense that we did sort of at least get some perspectives from both sides on Rose Quartz, and we left her somewhere in the middle. But then by going back to that in the movie, it it feels a little odd to bring that up again when I feel like maybe we should have moved on from that by now. So that's my bigger issue with it. But So 
he makes he makes this peace with Spinell, and then the movie ends with another misunderstanding where cleverly I think they have him still carrying the uh, the the scythe from the you know first part of the movie, whereas like oh yeah of course he would still have that in his pocket like he hasn't really done anything significant since then so and then it falls out of his pocket and she's just like yo motherfucker are you trying to snuff me out right now and then they have a big fight and uh then eventually so the whole the whole thing with the series with the sh- with the jesus movie is that like he kind of learns at the end uh, the way to get his own powers back because his powers were dampened by when he got the scythe cut through him is that he's got to realize that he can't just live as perfectly happy happily ever after future he's got to actually change with the times and adapt the situation and then we get a sort of epic battle fight scene, and then, you know, they make their peace with Spinel. Garnet comes back finally and uh, sings a lovely number, and then the diamonds come and, and whisk Spinel away, and we have our sort of not happily ever after, but just like, you know, four bros living their life again. And that's going to actually continue on to a new season, which, like, everyone who saw the end of the last season was like, I'm sorry, what? They're doing another season? Because that was, yeah. like, on end. Like, <laughs> the last season was like, wow, that's pretty definitive. Wait, there's another season? Yeah. So that that's pretty wild. But now, like, we've got some stuff that, the, you know, they could potentially have happen. And mm. I'm kind of excited to see the series following, you know, 16-year-old Steven a bit more. Because, uh, you know, one of the things I sort of wanted to talk about is, like, do we think that the whole time skip was kind of w- done well in this? Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, there are some questions though that I would have liked to have been answered, but I understand like maybe why we didn't. Like right. frankly, uh, I'm still really because, as I mentioned before, fans, there was a character named Jasper, who was I would once again argue objectively evil, uh, and then they were corrupted, and at the end, and became like a monster, and then they were bubbled. And at the end of the uh, last season of the show, uh, she's brought back, but it's like, but she sees like instantly she sees you know the diamonds and Steven and the crystal gems hanging out, and then all of a sudden she's not angry anymore, uh, which I would argue is real. Like, oh, by the way, they're they're a good guy now. I'm like, no, I really want to see how exactly they're making that transition real quick, and if there is a transition to be had. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I kind of agree but, with you, Keenan, yeah. but we didn't see her in the movie, so it's yeah, possible so like, I don't we'll care. explore some of that stuff yeah, in the next so, like, season. I understand why we were focusing on other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I'm excited for the time skip. I find time skips can be a really good stuff. Uh, we'll have to know more once the show is out, because time skips are, I find better in, uh, like, to find out like if they've actually been really done well, is to find out through the show, through a longer form story. Yeah, that's fair. I feel so like we'll some, some, like, it's kind of a... I guess I shouldn't say it's a running thing because I only really have other one other big example in my head, but it, it's kind of a thing of ha- when like when they do a movie for a show that there's a bit of a time skip just so they can kind of like write their own story without having to be like immediately following the actions of the uh, of the show. The only other th- one I'm thinking of that did that was uh, Firefly and Serenity. Because, like, when Firefly got canceled, they eventually did do the movie to wrap it up, but it had been a little while, so that, which gave them an excuse to, like, have some of the characters in different places and be able to kind of, like, work off of those themes. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of interesting, especially in terms of cartoons, to see time actually pass, you know? Because, like, we have our goofy cartoons where, like, 
you know, characters are like the same we're, age, we're and then the show runs for twenty years. Every episode, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then also the characters are, never like, like, where, like you can keep it in stasis forever, right? So yeah, the like, cartoons you don't have to worry about. You don't have to go. Hey, listen, Jensen Eccles get a little bit more, a little more gritty than he was younger. And why is <laughs> and why is Jared Padalecki's hair so long? <laughs> so yeah, no, you can you know. With cartoons, you'd be like, oh, yep, they're the same as they always were because I drew it the same way this time, and it's and I've always had my right hand use the pen. So apparently, so apparently, there was an episode in one of the later seasons of The Fairly Odd Parents where it was revealed that actually Timmy Turner has not just been ten year olds ten year old this entire time. Is that he wished for time to stay still, and they've actually been going for like fifty years, and that was like the stupidest, but also like sort of clever solution to that that's a meta joke I yeah but it was but it was like i don't know i feel like a lot of you know all the discuss i haven't actually seen that episode i've just heard people talk about it on the internet and everyone's just like yo that's like super fucked up are we just brushing past that but at the end of the day it's like it's kind of just an epo- episodic show like it's, it's not they're not the characters are not really supposed to grow over time so it's just i know it's, it's like kind a, of it's funny like i think Bob, but it's like that spongebob joke where asker says why must every 11 minutes of my life be filled with misery <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like no, I think I think you're right that it is very much used to like okay, well, two years we have that blanks check to play with for anything we want, right? Like for example, there's a band with Steven's friend Sadie, like all his friends. Well, a lot can of I just friends anyway. can I just fucking say? I'm sorry, I'll let you say what you're gonna say. But uh, then well, I've got a comment like, that something that I forgot about earlier. We see them at the formative. They made a band called uh, Sadie Killer and the Suspects because her name mm-hmm. is Sadie Miller, and it's kind of great. Um, so, like, in this movie, it's been two years, and we established that, like, they actually do big shows, and they're making money, and this is their life. Like, they're right. a successful band. So, like, it's cool when you can do that and say, well, I don't want to have another five episodes about them getting their start in the music industry. But you can be like, yeah, yeah, they're a band now. That happened in those two years. And you can go, oh, you know what, yeah. that makes sense. So, like, there's a bunch of stuff you could do. So that makes sense, right? The gems are, like, these timeless beings, so obviously they don't really have to age. Steven is aged. We've got... A lot of the characters are, like... Connie's older. Older teenagers, so they're, They're young adults. They don't... Yeah, right. They they haven't really visually changed that much because like the difference between like eighteen and twenty, I'd gather. But yo, dog, why the fuck is Onion still a baby? Uh, what the I, fuck? I thought that day, same thing too. Yeah, <laughs> Onion is an evil and moral character, and, and also Petey too. Petey was like a probably like I would guess eight or ten. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't notice Petey. Petey so I, what, did he look the same? Oh, that's right, Petey. I think he was just, like, pulled away in a scene, so he, he was, like, kind of an off yeah. shot. And the same thing with Onion, but, like, Onion's a, a fucking toddler in the original series, well, so mean, he should definitely he's not be... that he's two, that's not a big difference, in my opinion. He's still a dumb No, 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 no. He was walking around, which means he was at least, like, you know, one and a half years old, and now three? Like, there's a pretty big difference right, there. But here's the thing, here's the thing. Uh, we also see his dad, whose name is Yellowtail, and he's a small guy, so it's possible that they're all, he's just small. Yeah, that's, that's just fair. the height he's gonna be for the rest of his life. Besides, you have to understand, <laughs> he's an onion, okay? He's not like sour cream. He's rotten. not a real person. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a small better. Alright, no, so, I really like uh, Spinel's, like, uh, old-timey cartoon 
cartoon stuff, like the way she's uh, drawn in rubber hose animation, and uh, and you and you a can lot tell, of like, like you can tell, famous like, cartoons from that era. Like she's got like shots that are like directly paralleling. You know, like there's the scene where she's like singing her song at the beginning and she's walking down from the uh, from the fucking lighthouse and she's doing it was like that shot looks weird. And then I realized why that shot looked weird because she's like doing her sort of like walking back and forth singing her song. But it's like this really sort of like weird proportions, but it's like a direct uh, homage to like an earlier cartoon. And maybe, you know, which but I I don't. But I've seen that clip before. And the thing is, I think. Uh, beyond just the crew getting to nerd about their uh, love for old cartoons, it also works into, like, the themes of the character and, like, the arc of her character, you know? Like, you have this character who's, like, uh, all dedicate herself to, like, you know, making people laugh and being funny, and then, like, uh, she, she is abandoned. And it kind of reflects, like, how cartoons... Uh, kind of changed like for like there was a long period of time in animation where like you know all the Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry and stuff like that uh, were really popular in that they would uh, appear be- as shorts before every film but right. as as the as time went on that be- uh, movies just opted just to have trailers before the film and so those that style of animation had to uh, go away because it uh, if you need if you wanted to make something on TV you needed to do it with a way smaller budget and yeah. so oh. and longer because like they, longer. there wasn't really the time slot for those like you know yeah minute and a half things anymore yeah exactly and like and and in a way it's like we abandoned those old funny kind of lighthearted uh cartoons for something else so and and like even even if like animation has tv animation has like changed since then it still requires like a lot of like limited animation like even taking steven yeah. universe for example it uses a lot of like uh, uh it uses a lot of tricks to like hide the fact that they are using limited frames but it's still like uh, it's still like uh, done on twos and threes instead of like old school animation when it's like ones and ones and twos. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like I've, like that's that's interesting for a character arc, but I also like just I don't know. The thing I like about Steven Universe is uh, every so often it lets the sort of animators have a bit of like geeking yeah. out, right? And like yeah. it kind of reminds me of the one episode, like this is where just, where, this uh, is, where this Paradot. Is it, this is just eighty percent them geeking out, twenty percent thematic resonance. Right, exactly. It sort of reminds me of the one episode where uh, they basically have Paradot and a corrupted gem play uh, Roadrunner Road and Wiley <laughs> <Yeah>. Coyote <laughs> in the fucking in the canyons and like the that entire episode was just like i don't even care if half of this stuff makes sense or not it's just like that's really funny to see like the 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 animators yes. having a fun time with it yeah and like one of the final shots of the show too right where like steven um like it's like this big important moment in the in like the last episode of season four and that moment was done in uh like was like hand-drawn as opposed to all of the you know more advanced sort of 
corner cutting techniques that we have now, which is, you know, I'm not talking shit on that, obviously. Like, they make a beautiful cartoon by using those things, but it, it was neat to have that nod to, like, the sort of, you know, homegrown, hand-done animation in there. So, I don't uh, know. It's, yeah, it's like, a thing that, that I appreciate was, uh, about the series Animated as a whole. by uh, James... James Baxter, who did some of the animation. James Baxter. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He did that. Uh, he was. He's like one of those like old school veterans. Yeah. So it's neat when we see you know his stuff kind of blended into the rest of the stories. Yeah. All right. So I think. With that, I think we're going to be moving on to the rating section. Thank you guys for an incredibly undivisive discussion in which no arguments were held placed and edited out. Uh, <laughs> now we're going to be moving on to the ratings where each of us are going to rate the topic on a scale from... Oh yeah, that's right. I made this executive decision. We're not doing 1 to 5 anymore, bitches. Now we're doing 1 to, four, one to 10. Okay. Yeah, get wrecked. No more you fucking stupid half numbers for me. Now we actually have real numbers. I'm gonna go 7.5. You piece of shit. Anyway, so uh, we're gonna be rating it on a scale from 1 to 5. Gosh. Let's... Hmm. Hmm. 1 to 10,000 years that Spinel was standing around waiting for uh, <laughs> for the love of her life to come back. So, uh, yeah, we'll start off, we'll start off with you, Chatter. What did you think about Steven Universe, the movie? I, I would say, uh, 9,500, wait, <laughs> I can't, math. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sweet. right. Yeah, 9,500 years out of 10,000 years. Gotcha. And what, what, what would be your reasoning for that? I really like, uh, the big one is I really like, the character Spinel, like, like her, uh, plight is like very relatable, uh, and like her her arc is uh, is just heartwarming because like you know there's that part where like uh, you know she's like uh, punching Steven and she's like saying uh, easy for you to say when you when you change you change for better when I changed I just got uh, worse uh, before I wasn't good enough now. Now I'm just not good at all, and yeah, that's like a experience that I think a lot of people experience, or that that's like an experience that a lot of people relate to, and I definitely relate to that. And I, I don't know, it, the movie managed to make me cry, which uh, the music's uh, like I said before, the music's great. Independent together is uh, really fun. Uh, uh, Other friends is just really catchy. I think my favorite one was probably the uh, the Stephen Amethyst number with the uh, be, by, be Right By Your Side No Matter What. With Duck of the was, Night. Yeah, that was my favorite one, I think. That, that was a good one, yeah. They're all pretty, a lot They're of them are all good. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, the animation is uh, uh, great. Like, when, when they go, like, <laughs> when they go all out, it's, like, fucking phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like Steven Universe, the movie. Uh, I like Steven Universe. Kenan, what's, what's your hot take? My hot take, like hot cakes. Exactly. Um, I will have to give it um, a debate between 8 and 9. Okay. Years. 
uh, just because I did legitimately find it very entertaining. Um, the music was very well written. That's something that Rebecca Sugar and her crew. Uh, I don't want to like give everything to Rebecca Sugar, but that's something they consistently uh, do very well. Yeah. Um, they just write good catchy songs. And while I'm not the biggest fan of like musicals, I do enjoy music in my media. I won't lie. Sure. Um, yeah, I feel like with Steven Universe, I sort of I like more the probably it. the format where they do a song every once in a while rather than every yeah because they they song, splice but... it in pretty well. It doesn't feel yeah. like everything's a vehicle to get to the song. Yeah. It feels like oh, this is the right time for this song. So I enjoyed that. Um, I like you had some issues with uh, Spinel's backstory. I just thought it was very I don't want to say basic, but kind of um, not generic, but just very like oh okay, well that's. Well, that's what happened, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I felt like, oh, that sucks. But also, it felt like a little uncharacteristic of some of the characters um, that I didn't 100% agree with. But overall, I thought Spinell was well acted. The voice acting for everyone really was very well done. The writing was there most of the time. Really, the only points I'm taking off, the only thousand years I'm taking off is for uh, the. Uh, just like once again the paradigm shift of you know yeah. uh, the betrayal of Rose Quartz Spinell's backstory which like I said I didn't think was like that good and you know like just little nicks and picks here and there that I'm not I'm not going to go really deep into but overall I thought I was very good and I'm excited to see where this series will be because uh, there are still some questions I would like answered and I was yeah. hoping to get at least a glimpse of some of those uh, at least some of the you know answers but it seems like we weren't, we're not getting there yet. But I'm excited for another season. Yeah, that's fair. I think I pretty much agree with both of you. I'd, I'd probably shoot it up there in the eight to nine thousand year uh, range. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I agree with Keenan that I, I felt Spinell's backstory was a little bit. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite thing, but at the end of the day, like I, I understand why some You're of those decisions were made, even if I would have liked those decisions to be made a little bit better. But overall, that's still kind of a nitpick for me, so I, I, I still feel like it was pretty strong as a movie as a whole. Um, and I, I liked Steven's evolution as, as a character. I liked being able to, like, you know, he was a happy-go-lucky child for a while, and it was sort of nice to see him, like, being Steven's version of a rebellion teenager, which is still pretty campy compared to the rest of us, but, like, him getting annoyed at, like, the attitudes of the Diamonds was... I liked a lot. <laughs> Just because they're like, we're going to come live with you now. Oh, that's right. We're not supposed to call them lower life forms anymore. And he's just like rolling his eyes. And I'm just like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Because they are trying and he's like chill with that. But it's like, it's, you know, it's still indicative of some problematic thought processes. And uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. The, the movie did a lot that I liked. The, the songs I thought were all pretty good. Um, and like, I feel like it's sort of the case where every time I see Steven Euro sings, where like every time there's a new song, I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. And then I listened to it a dozen times and I'm like, this is my favorite thing in the fucking world. Okay. Uh, something, I did this something other I never friends. got to say, but like, uh, uh, Steven's voice actor, uh, fucking phenomenal singing voice. Like, yeah, word. Like, uh, the that song Change, out. it's like him just flexing. It's ridiculous. It's still yeah, weird to watch the earlier episodes and be like, that's. 
Oh, that's right. He was a child then. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great because he had to like he aged much faster than Stephen did in the show, obviously, because the show went on for a few years and Steve and it, the whole thing took place within like a year and a half or two years. Um, so he kind of had to like kid down his voice to be appropriate. But now it's like, oh, now we time skip forward. He can just talk like a human being now. <laughs> That's for yeah, great. Don't worry about it. He's actually like only slightly, you know, fucking younger than us. I think he's yeah. like 20. 20 yeah, exactly. Exactly. 21. He's 21. All right. Hilarious. So I think that that is going to just about wrap it up for us here at the oh, Kung Geeking Batson. program. That's cool. Does he? Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And, well, sense, he did. Yeah. He did Billy Batson in, in Justice League War and yeah, Superman okay. slash Shazam: Return of Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, but like, gotcha. yeah, appropriate cool. casting choice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, cool. thank you all for listening to the Common Geeking program again. I've been your forever host, the one and only that will ever. Oh, okay. Well, that's that just sentence didn't come out of my mouth. Uh, it's hard to be intimidating when you can't speak ten, ten words at the time. Uh, I've been your host, Jeff Levitt, and you can find me on, uh, well, primarily Instagram. I've, uh, I put up some art stuff there. Uh, my, my at tag, whatever. It's pretty good. Things I wish existed. And there's a dot between each word. And, uh, I've been joined by, yeah, go, go for it. Oh, right. Uh, hi, I'm Taimul Chaudhary or Chatter, whichever you prefer. You can find me on Twitter at Taimul Chaudhary. Uh, I have nothing more to say. Be gone. Thought. <laughs> wow. Shit. Alienating some of our viewers real quick. Uh, hey, what's up? It's me once again, King Keenan, King Kodish. What's good? You can find me nowhere. I'm only here. Come here and enjoy my voice sometimes. All right. So with our new format, we are moving to a monthly basis in which we post on the third Friday of every month. So, That's three Fridays. Exactly. So the next episode should be airing on the 15th of November. Um, so keep in tune for that. We have not decided what it's about yet. Otherwise, I would say that here. Anyway, thank you all for listening, subscribing, sharing, everything. And we're going to be talking to you. Nope, not next week. I need to change that. That's just a bold-faced lie. Next month. Bye. Ciao. Der. Common Geeking Program is hosted by Jeff Levitt, joined this episode by Timo Chaudhary and Keenan Kodish. This episode is sponsored by Laundry. My mom won't stop trying to remind me about that. The podcast is created and produced by Colin Ketchin and Jeff Levitt, and features original music by Colin Ketchin. This episode was edited by me, Timo Chaudhary. We'd love for you to stay engaged with us on social media at Geeking Program, or by using hashtag CGP. If you want to know more about us and all of our other projects, head to commongeekingprogram.com. Stay in touch, stay tuned, and always thank you for listening to this. Ciao! Yeah, no, uh, I... Yeah, I never liked the domains. I thought they were really clunky, and I have said this. So yeah, I think it's a much better choice. I'm glad that I was always right. Yes. 
Are we stopping recording? Oh, I should.